Welcome to What Did I Order? Let's be honest here, guys. We are a homemade gold schlager of the Geek Out Network. Yeah, that's right. You've all had it. Probably made by your Uncle Billy Joe and his son Junior Junior out in like the back shed that has no running water or electricity. You know you're probably going to go blind if you smell it, but it's still going to do the job. And you're suspiciously thinking that Quite possibly, these little silver flakes in here are actually aluminum foil. The Junior Junior just shaved off in there. But, yeah. Let's get this started. Thank you for being back with us. Like, seriously, sometimes I don't know why my brain works the way it does. Like, this morning, I see this guy getting out of a car, and he's got a dog with him. And my first thing is, that's an adorable little shit shoe. So, just you? I don't know. And then the other part of me is like, dude, why do you have your dog here? Um, so, where I'm, it's like, that's fucked up. So, in my mind, I'm going, cute dog, you're an asshole. And then, for some reason, before I can say anything, my brain connects, are you going to fuck that dog? Why would I even think about saying that to somebody? Goth Brooks. That would have been a better name than what Chris Gaines no Goth Brooks every time I see that I think about that Goth Brooks holy crap Super 7 put up a Parks and Rec um, nod and are we going to get ultimate like Parks and Rec figures from Super 7 most likely not. Most likely not. And if they do, it'll still be something crazy. But, I mean, I can only think Tom Halford coming with DJ Roomba, Leslie Nope. I mean, I, there's so many different looks that they could do. Um, crap. I didn't even know I wanted a Ron Swanson action figure until I saw this. And I would love, love the version of him with his, uh, wearing the kimono with the missing hair in the middle of his mustache when him and Tammy, too... Um, got remarried. <laughs> that whole look is just wild. The corn rolls. Um, Greg, G Gary, Jerry, Larry, whatever his name actually turned out to be in the show. Um, yes. Um, yes, Super 7. I know this isn't going to be Ultimates. It's probably going to be like their little uh, 5POA uh, action figures. But <laughs> I can't wait to see what this actually turns out to be. You know what time it is. I shall fix thee! I took the lead. So, Fortnite is back at it again. We haven't got uh, man crepes, but we got, we've got we been getting some random Valentine's Day skins, which are really cool. And then this week, we got Fennec Shan, which I really thought she would have been part of the Boba Fett release as opposed to the Stormtrooper and Chrysanthemum. This is awesome. Um, have you guys picked these up? Can't wait to actually see these going in. Also, we have, uh, with the Super Bowl this weekend, some really cool um, football-inspired ones. Different um, pad sets you can buy here, but these pad sets come customizable. There's a Fortnite home and away set, and then some really great teams here that have away and home set that you can choose from. You can choose your number. Um, my beloved Cowboys. We've seen Bengals. Um, I believe Tampa. Uh, there's definitely teams missing here, but... Oh, also Saints. Really cool stuff. And then uh, some referee sets. 
and some of these um, these little taunts here. You have the flag throwing. There's a post goal or field goal um, harvesting tool. Yeah, so this was really fun to see this integrated, if not just for this weekend, but you know, so many people love football. Yeah, super pumped to see this happening. Somebody Snoop Dogg apparently has acquired Death Row Records. So Death Row, if you're not familiar, has a crazy history. A lot of stuff happened there. But I have to say, from like the early to mid, maybe to the you know what would technically considered be late '90s, some of the best rappers of the time frame were on Death Row Records. Um, you know, including Snoop Dogg. So it's really cool to see it kind of come full circle because uh, with all the controversy, um, it sold and kind of changed hands a few times. And what I found interesting when I was even reading about this was at one point in time, uh, Death Row was owned by um, Entertainment One. And uh, it actually became a subsidiary of Hasbro. Um, but that uh, last year, one music was sold to Blackstone Group, and where I'm not familiar with them, it's now back in the hands of, uh, you know, several, I guess, I, I'm a little fuzzy on it, but the fact that Snoop Dogg is now at least partial, if not full owner, of Death Row is just really cool, but, you know, gives him back ownership of, you know, some of his most famous music. So, you know, really interesting thing, maybe one day we actually should do like a giant deep dive of Death Row, because... I mean, like I said, some of the best tracks from the 90s were um, distributed through this record label, so that's really cool. <laughs> Have you guys seen this? Um, uh, so, Dr. Phil, the snarky southern, you know, TV psychiatrist, is apparently just absolutely horrible to work for like um 10 or 11 people who you know want to remain anonymous came out and just talked about how terrible the uh, working conditions were here uh, talking about how he belittled people and all this stuff and hey, trust me i get it i've dealt with some shitty stuff um from supervisors in previous jobs but um what none of these people, from what I'm reading, are saying is Dr. Phil threatened them. It, they couldn't quit because he'd show up to the house and shoot the family dog or something. Like, shitty situations, if it's that terrible, you can find work elsewhere. Uh, I hate that these people suffered, uh, you know, emotional damage, but I, I think there's more than one daytime talk show gig where somebody's, you know, doing fake medical crap on television and riling people up for entertainment. It's not like you were saving the world here. If it was that awful, leave. A check's not working mental health, and for you, for a group of people to come out and be like, oh, it was so awful. I'm like, apparently it wasn't so awful. You were afraid not to take that paycheck, hombre. Come on. How fast can you fall asleep in a, like, hospital waiting room? Legitimately was at the hospital the other day and, uh, walk in, and this woman is stretched out across one of those two-seaters, and I'm like, how long have you been here that you were able to just fall asleep?
And how are you able to fall asleep in a hospital waiting room? Oh no, I haven't been that tired in a while. Oh, that probably won't be making the final cut. Yo guys, go check out the Rotten Cellular Podcast. Like, Dead Meat has been my favorite, like, mm, I guess horror movie review podcast in a while. For a long time, actually. But what the guys did here with the new Scream movie, and just kind of breaking down the whole franchise, it's just excellent. Like, this is a fun conversation to tell. They were having a blast. Like, this is simply just so much fun, especially somebody who's a horror fan, but not probably as deep as these guys. Um, love this. Cannot wait for the next one. Shout out to the people with facial piercings in real cold weather. Last week, it dropped down below freezing here in Texas. Thankfully, the roads weren't bad. You know, nothing really stuck because it was like in the 60s the day beforehand. But I know I just walked outside and the wind hit me and my nose hurt. Like, I was like, okay, gonna have to be done with this nose ring for right now. But if you're living in, like, true cold weather where you get snow and everything, and you've got rocking your facial piercings, good on you. Because I'm not sure if I could still be rocking this nose ring. Zula. Take two! So I recently had a, um, how do I say... Just a, like a little offhand conversation. I figured I'd let you guys um, in on my man cake love and why this is one of my favorite skins of Fortnite. Um, so, obviously, growing up in Texas, you do country stuff. You know, you help on the fit, on barbed wire fences, help with cows, feeding animals. Like, there's different things that I've done in my life as far as, like, farm work. And obviously, growing up here, um, having a love for westerns. Uh, and I think it's kind of its own little, like, take on things. But I like spaghetti westerns as well. And, um, you know, Man Cakes just is like that spaghetti western feel to Fortnite. I mean, he's a cowboy, but um, he's a humanoid stack of pancakes. Bayonet, or bayoneers with, uh, you know, stacks of butter. The money case, uh, back bling. When it has a hole in it revealing that it's pancakes. Um, his emoji, or I don't know what it's called, um, but you know that is straight up just out of Tombstone. It's uh, Doc Holliday's retaliation to uh, Ringo Starr swinging his gun around in his face. Well, instead of swinging his gun out just to show him he's such a smartass, he pulls out his little his, his little sipping cup and starts spinning that one around. Um, and then, of course, Man Cakes has to put his own flare on it, and he flips it up and pours pan or yeah, pancake syrup on his head. <laughs> I mean, it's just fun. The colors are really cool. You know, the poncho, different colors. Um, the mustache version with the hat. Um, yeah, this is just really fun stuff, and it's just it makes me happy to see. Um, Silliness, even in like a very silly game, as far as like the skins go. But you know, I hadn't been playing Fortnite for a whole long time, um, and then the uh, Bounty Hunter season came out, and you know he was included in that. Um, yeah, I believe that was Chapter Two. Oh man, Chapter Two, Season Five. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, and I constantly play as him. I, I like the options. It's so fun. Uh, the forged on a griddle of rage, you know, is like the little tagline for his skin. It's just fun stuff. And it's, I mean, it's called the Breakfast Bandit set. How can you not love that? Who doesn't love breakfast? Going back to Parks and Rec, one of my favorite lines that uh, Ron Burgundy, not Ron Burgundy, <laughs> Ron Swanson said is uh, after a horrible um, grill grilling out with um, crap, Leslie Nope and Chris Traeger, uh, and finding out that there's no steak or actual meat in there because of uh, how uh, Chris decides to live his life, he goes to a diner. And they bring him a crappy-looking little steak, and he's like, send this back. And he goes, I want all the eggs and bacon you have. And then, just to make sure, he goes, and stop. And before you think I said a lot of eggs and bacon, I want all the eggs and bacon you have. It's just a fun set. But yeah, man cakes, the flapjack flyer. Um, I even love the stack of high um, you know, poster that we got. It, this is so much fun. I have a very nice espresso maker. I enjoy coffee, espresso. I like cappuccinos. I like making my own drinks. I'll steam my own milk. But there's something about like going to up to one of those trashy, dehydrated coffee and milk machines, putting the cup underneath there and hitting like some trashy vanilla drink, and you know that's gonna have this weird synthetic taste that's not real. But it just hits in the right ways. Anybody else like down for that? Or am I just like white trash because those things are enjoyable to me? Yeah. Hasbro is not going to give us a Mephisto action figure. Yeah, I mean, legitimately, like, you, you can't sell a devil action figure to people. So my idea is Hasbro and Mattel team up to release Mephist. Oh, action figure. It's a Fisto action figure in red with like a demon head with a metal gauntlet similar to uh, Hellboy and, j and the rest of it's just, you know, Fisto action figure. But it's all red and black. Similar to uh, that new Krampus that Super 7's putting out as like a retail exclusive. Um, yeah. Let's do that. Let's, let's somehow get us a devil action figure that's part devil, part Fisto from Masters of the Universe. The moon is a hollow space station for aliens to watch over people on Earth, waiting for their attack. They're waiting, waiting. Don't turn the dial! Hasbro's 20th anniversary of Marvel Legends Captain America is beautiful. Got it on pre-order. Uh, going back and forth on Hulk, but that one looks great. But whoever decided to put that Iron Man into this wave, I, I, was this like the fifth time they've used this buck? That person needs to be strangled. This is, oh, like, you have such a beautiful release with this Captain America. Great unmasked head sculpt. Cool effects. I mean, this is awesome. The Hulk, awesome. Good. I'm not a big Hulk fan. But no. No on that Iron Man. Ugh. Alright, so let's jump back into King of the Hill. And when I say jump back into it, let's jump back a season. Let's go season two. Mm, it's episode one. Episode one. Um, how to fire a rifle 
without really trying. This is a great episode. So, the family's at the state fair. Bobby's having no luck winning anything. He, he can't throw the ball. He's got to kill somebody. No luck over the ping pong. But they get up to uh, the BB gun stand. And without really trying, Bobby is just blasting ducks over. And he's that little metal duck. And, you know, boom, boom, boom. Next thing you know, the guys are leaving the state fair. Bobby's got a giant purple stuffed animal. Um, but, yeah, showing a lot of talent with the rifle. Peggy and uh, Hank get into a debate about buying Bobby a rifle, saying he's too young. Twelve is definitely not too young if you're going to teach your children gun safety. Um, so they go to the Megalomart. He picks out his rifle. It's a 22. Again, nothing too crazy here. Um, and they're, they're excited about buying this. So what's Hank do? His buddy Dale is a member of a gums club. They go up to it, and Bobby is like, I always thought this was a crack house. <laughs> Such a funny, funny line. They get in there, and Dale is like, it's $2 for non-members, but a lifetime membership is free. And Hank kind of like looks over and sees like the Soldiers of Fortune magazine, or posters and all the silliness, and he goes, I'll just pay the $2. <laughs> um, they see that there's a father's, uh, father-son uh, fun shoot, and um, this is where we get a Hank picks up the gun and starts having a little flashback possibly a little PTSD from uh, his from Cotton his father just being batshit crazy um, and just railing him on being a terrible shot you see Hank fall down and you know he's got to look like he's six and he's like I want my binky back <laughs> uh, he's just a terrible shot now <clears throat> with this realization Hank is irritated about Bobby's excitement Puts him in a safety course to kind of knock the, you know, the excitement out of him. But this doesn't deter Bobby. Bobby is excited. Um, and quickly, Hank's just tossing up excuses. And the family kind of realizes that um, something's wrong. Like, Hank gets an acting right. So, Hank goes to a gun range by himself. Ends up meeting a uh, sports psychologist who's helping a, uh, who offers to help him um, with his marksmanship. And this is a great cameo. Um, this is Sh- Wallace Shawn. Wallace Shawn. Um, you know, Princess Bride fans will probably recognize him as uh, the the Frenchman or the Sicilian. Inconceivable. He's in one of my favorite movies, Clueless, as the teacher that they hook up with the other teacher. But um, you know, Hank's debating this. And then you see the guys in the alley, and, uh, you know, Dale's like, guns don't kill people, the government does. And then his next line, and this is probably my line of the episode, just because I love Dale, but he asks, if a guy breaks into your house and you don't have a gun, how are you going to shoot him? Hank kind of, you know, catches him at Catch-22 about uh, the NRA being based in Washington and nobody trusting anything in Washington. I love the fact that Dale's a conspiracy theorist. Um, so then we kind of flip over to the garage, and Peggy is pushing Hank to figure out, like, what's wrong? Like, why is he not going to do this? And Hank finally has to admit that he can't shoot. And you see this 30-something-year-old Montana-born, Texas-raised woman have to find that, fight that inner struggle in herself, and she turns her back away, and then she turns around. This is when you realize that even through this pain, 
Peggy is a ride or die. I hope everybody's got a Peggy in their life. And says that she still loves Hank. We see Hank uh, going to the sports psychologist, working on some things. Really, Hank just, you know, putting his own spin on this, uh, you know, this, t this training. And the next thing you know, the, Hank and Bobby are off at the, uh, the father-son fun shoot. It's a dual shot, a quick draw, uh, a pretending to sleep and grab the gun from underneath the bed, a long shot, a little obstacle course. And Hank, using the psychologist's work, um, is doing well. Their guys are um, um, in sec or tied for first place. And then, wouldn't you believe it, Cotton shows up and just throws Hank off. Hank's, you know, staying strong, keeping keeping himself together, but ends up missing a shot. They take second place. Hank's worried about what Bobby's going to think, and Bobby's still super happy. You know, he's just... He's excited to do this and have something that him and Hank can share together. Um, really just showing, you know, a father-son bond here. Uh, they end up walking off into the sunset. <laughs> They're like, where do we park? Over here. And then they are like, Dad, we forgot Mom. And they have to go back for Peggy and walking back into this shot. But this is just a great episode. Love this one. Um, I hope everybody checks this one out because King of the Hill is just fantastic. Safety tip for the week. Um, do not attempt to help yourself to um, the open back door of like a Brinks truck. Yeah, you might just need like a buck seventy-five for like a soda in the vending machine, but it's really not allowed, and the guys working that truck have guns. Um, so yeah, there's better ways to get a buck seventy-five. I saw this thing on uh Facebook and it really irritated me to no end because legitimately it was like how do I put this just like ignorant like a guy making fun of men that wear fingernail polish and he's like real men don't wear fingernail polish and first of all being into heavy metal and different things I've painted my nails black. Um, I, I think there's nothing wrong with that. And then the guy's like, well, you know, if you have daughters, you know, that's okay for you. Like, no, man. If you, man, woman, doesn't matter. If you're taking care of your bills, you're not hurting anybody, you're taking care of your family commitments, you do what the hell you want to. That's what a real man or any person living in this life deserves. You don't, like... The fact that you would try to put somebody down for, like, what they want to do, like, yeah, there's plenty of stuff I'll make fun of, but just, like, that pettiness and, I mean, let's be honest, it's blatant, like, um, just fear of, like, homosexuality, and that's so stupid. But, yeah, real men do what they want to do, because if you're handling your business, what makes you happy is all good in the neighborhood. <laughs> so the other day the accountant uh was making it sound like oh and i'm stopping like hey you all right and she's like your baby is just rolling around in in here and sometimes it just throws me off and my brain just kind of went blank for a second and all i could think of was like <laughs> Back up, back up.
abgenommen bedauert. Don't forget man crepes. Okay, so like band pick for the week that I think you guys be checking out Necrogoblicon. Okay. Um this band is just awesome. Um funny like uh they have like a little modern day dress goblin as like a uh, mascot, but like even past that gimmick, like they're a really talented band. Um they released a uh, cover of Chop Suey, which they put their own spin on it, which was really cool. Um, they have the single Right Now, which definitely has some super Pantera vibes to it, but still staying in their own vein. Uh, this Is It was is really fun. Um, quite possibly one of my favorite things they've released was uh, the EP Power. Um, Friends in Space, Nothing But Crickets. Bells and Whistle and Giraffe, all fun songs, but the song Power Core on there is quite possibly one of my favorite songs from these guys. But awesome stuff. Um, Heavy Meta, which came out in 2015. Um, we Need a Gimmick, Full Body Explosion. Uh, really fun songs. And then their 2018 album, Welcome to Bonkers, which had uh, Dress Like Goblins, Row. Yeah, Rome might actually be one of my favorite songs um, from them. I mean, there's so many good tracks. And um, they actually, <laughs> the mascot, which is uh, John Goblicon, um, they have like a, a little mock interview late night show um, series on YouTube called Right Now. Um, great guests that have been on there were like Bobby Lee, um, Keith Buckley from Every Time I Die, which is, you know, another band I've talked about in here. Um, he actually is is an author and has written books, and, uh, you know, John Goblicon was kind of, like, making fun of, like, some of his book titles, and he's like, I don't even know why I agreed to do this. I thought this was something for John Goodman Con, and he's like, that would have been too sweet to actually have a con for John Goodman. He's like, but here I am with you. I mean, fun stuff. Um, in one of their video music videos, I believe it is for, um, oh, what is the song? It is Nobody Survives. They have a, it's kind of like a office romance, or one side of office romance between John and this beautiful blonde. Um... And they have her and uh, on right now. Her name is uh, Caden Cross. And just the interaction between her and John is just awesome. Uh, I was rolling over this one. Um, but yeah, you guys need some, uh, some music to check out. Go check out the Power EP from Necrogoblicon. Um, kind of shows the array of things they can do. Um... And yeah, if you need some good laughs and you have kind of like a silly sense of humor, check out Right Now with John Goblicon. And that's going to be, uh, just to help you guys spell that, uh, N-E-K-R-O-G-O-B-L-I-K-O-N. Necrogoblicon. Um, and if you're disappointed, don't let me know, because I, I, why would I need to know? It's, it's all good in the neighborhood if you're not a fan. You're not a power dog.
brings me up to like a a figure that was released this week that I really um, want to shout out. So I've never been much of a Mythic Legions guy. I've actually up until this week never actually even held one one of their figures in my hands. But they had their in stocks for their army builder sale a couple of weeks ago. Uh, kicked off on a Saturday. I jumped on and bought uh, the Black Knight and a uh, Goblin Legion Builder. Don't want to do the meme justice. And, oh man, I get it. I totally get it. I probably won't be going crazy into the line, but just getting this thing out of hand, or getting this thing out of the package and into my hand, the detailing on the weapons, the armor, you know, has like the little nicks. I mean, there's not much paint here, but for a single joint elbow, you get great range. The sculpting on the armor is just killer. Um, yeah, man, I can't say enough about this. The extra helmeted head, um, like, I, just playing with this, I thought I'd broken like this spike off the back of the helmet. It just turns out that comes out. You can replace it, do other things. Uh, the sculpting on the head, like, I can't express to you just, like, how well this is, like, the little knots, how well the teeth are painted, the the yellow eyes, just the little dark brushing around this whole thing. Like, this is such a cool action figure. Um, I, like, I'd be super tempted to just splash a little, like, random paint on here, just maybe some black or some brown to kind of, like, pull out the details, but when you stop and look at it, it's it's awesome. And with just the single joints on the elbows and knees, you'd think it would take away, but it really does pose up well. Um, I love the um, additional thing, the like little spurs off the back of like the boots, um, the spikes on like the armor, the spear looks great. This it comes with this the shoulder um, pad armor uh, that plugs in really well. Uh, it's got like a little leather band for weapon storage. It comes with an axe and if I like this would definitely benefit if it was painted brown so it looked more like wood because that's definitely the vibe they're going here for. And this is like I think at a lower price point than what they normally pay for. So I understand like you know kind of skipping on paint. But it comes with this like little monster skull that just slides onto the back of this axe. Man, this is so cool. There's some pieces here. I don't know what they're for. Like, I, yeah. Like, there's two pieces here. I have no clue what this is for. But I'm going to have to get online and look it up. But I I have been on the fence about even picking any of these things up. And I doubt that this one's my last one. I haven't even opened up the Black Knight yet. Uh, this goblin is beyond cool. I, I probably won't get crazy into this line. But, like just him sitting here holding the sword it's just such a cool design i like the fact that like it seems really customizable which i know is a thing a lot a lot of people um have like different like customizations a little brown paint on some of these straps would just look so great and yeah i hope there's more goblins because like totally could see myself just wanting like a little Goblin Squad. Um, yeah. So cool. This is not money wasted whatsoever. Did you guys pick up anything? What are you guys messing with over here? I'm um, pretty sure uh, Gil probably went crazy on this one. He really loves this line. 
And um, I know that Jade had seen somebody was, like, returning these with, like, weird skews and, I guess, scamming Target, uh, uh, like, a local Target of his out of money a while back. And I don't even know why you'd get rid of these. Like, even if I don't buy another one, this goblin is so cool. Um, I'll hold on to this. I Like, I love this figure. Uh, probably going to go ahead and just tell you guys right now. Probably going to start referring to him as my Necrogoblicon. Goblin. Yeah, why not? Why not? Do you guys have any silly names for your Mythic uh, Legion figures? Shoot me a message. Give me a list of like the names that you decided to give your Mythic Legion figures. Uh, let's let's uh, have fun with this one. But yeah, this is my Goblin or Goblin Goblin Legion Builder that I am now referring to him as Necrogoblicon. Let's uh let's have fun play with some toys, guys. I don't know about you guys, but I'm not going to talk about it here, but I cannot wait till the next time we record a can cantina. I, I just had so much fun. Um, yes! Yes! Okay, so have you guys ever walked into a restroom and somebody was just dropping some hot fire in there and it fogged up your glasses? Yeah, that happened to me the other day. I'm like, uh, safety glasses not needed in here. It wasn't even a small bathroom. It was a fairly large restroom and a plant that I have to wear safety glasses in. High-vis best because of, like, what they're doing. Don't want to get ran over by a forklift. Um, but yeah, walked in there to change out some rugs for work and just, I mean, it, it hit me so hard. It nearly knocked me off my feet. You guys had that experience? <laughs> Uh, show recommendation of the week uh, this week, next week, all the weeks you should check out the book of Boba Fett and if you're not going to watch any episodes check out the season finale it's so good alright guys until next time thank you for being a part of this thank you for just keeping on rolling um, remember Shoot me a message on Instagram, at Order and Toys. Tell me what figures you have from Mythic Legions. What's your silly names that you have for them. Um, and we're going to talk about that next week. Um, but until next time, guys, I hope you guys get schlagered. You know, in all reality, sometimes I say things at a certain cadence, and I just feel like, oh, man, I sound like a douche.